This podcast is brought to you by Choke Aloha. Go to chokealoha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. Get 20% off. Choke Aloha is a Hawaiian-based brand now in Seattle, right? They moved to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. So cool for them because now it's even easier for you to get Choke Aloha gear faster and more sexier. Shipping can be sexy, right? Free shipping is sexy. I, find I don't think any kind of shipping is sexy. Free shipping, shipping unless is sexy. You're, unless you're shipping sexy people. That's the only kind of... Uh, well, I'm not allowed to ship myself cross borders. Anyway, go to chokealoha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Get 20% off. Spread Chokealoha wherever you go and always roll with Chokealoha. Respect everyone, especially your training partners. Always. When you're done with that, go ahead and hit up my people over at Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio and clean your hiney. Clean your hiney, up and down the crack, get cleaned up. Did you see the the football player that just got a sponsorship because he uh, got fined thirteen thousand dollars for wiping his butt with the football? No, I'll tell you that later. Okay, he should have gotten a jujitsu show co- uh, sponsorship like we did, but evidently he's not as cool as we are. Go to jujitsusoapco.com, use the promo code JJ Radio, get 10% off, and then always check out giraffechoke.com. Get 20% off any order of $50 or more when you use the promo code JJ Radio. If you haven't seen it, Giraffe Choke has been sponsoring some uh, some amazing fighters, including uh, Demarcus Jackson, Adam uh, Borix. They both won their Bellator fight. And there may be a couple of photos of Did our. Did you say Borax? Borix. All right, because Borax is a soap itself. Can you use borax as soap? I think that's what it is. Yeah, if it was like 1850s. This is 2018, Sean. All right, let's, let's, let's catch up with the times, Grandpa. Anyway, draftchoke.com, promo code JJ Radio. Tell them I sent you. Look sexy, smell sexy with all of our sponsors. So thank you to all of our sponsors. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please check out my website. Go follow Sonder Marketing. Use... Uh, not use, I don't have a promo code. I should set up a promo code, huh? No, I need all the money that I can get, so don't, no promo Why code. Why would you for need that. a promo code? Right? Um, yeah, support the podcast. Pick up any uh, one of my artworks or photography. Uh, get in on a coffee mug. Get in whatever you want. Whoa, you can check whoa, out mycosmicjourney.com. Artworks? Come yeah. on, dude. You're not an artiste. What are you talking about? You're maybe a photographer. Yeah, I must have not seen my stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I got plenty of uh, the the Endless Roll shirt and all the other ones that I put together. So check it out. Go support. Um, all the proceeds go to me, which I would greatly appreciate that. And then in the meantime, you can also go support Sean and check out Gorilla uh, Boy BJJ on Instagram and on Twitter. And with that being said, we're gonna get into the official shenanigans now. You can't Niba. <laughs> I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Can you get off your phone so we can get this? Just fucking start talking, dude. I already did. I can. I can. I, I did. Fuck I can, face. I can be fucking multitasking like a motherfucker. I don't look at social media, so I'm. Looking at social media while you do your fucking shit to get this thing rolling. Hey, speaking of uh, multitasking, 
Uh, it's been a crazy long fucking week, two weeks for me. So I got to catch you up on all the crazy shit that happened. Crazy. So I alluded to this last time we had the podcast, uh, but basically what happened is some friends over at Karate Combat reached out to me. And they asked me if I wanted to photograph their show in New York that was on top of the One World Trade Center. The one? The one. The World one Trade World Trade Center? Trade Center or it's the, uh, or at One World Trade Center. At One World Trade Center, but I think it's called the One World Trade Center. Anyway. Um, Who won World Trade Center? America won. Oh, uh, well. Remember that. We had to take a loss to get that, that win. But I um, just want everybody to realize that regardless, America won. We won. Um, no. America. Yeah, thanks for blowing out the mic. Um, America. So, yeah, it was basically two days, two and a half, no, three days of no sleep. I left uh, early in the morning, got there, went straight to work, stayed up all night editing photos. Then the next day uh, was actual, first day was the weigh-in, second day was the actual fight. Now, let's let's go over the, the um, premise the premise of Karate Combat because some of the pictures you showed, it looked like somebody was doing a fucking throw. No, there was. There was throws. There was takedowns. So the way that I can, if I remember everything correctly, is you can do takedowns. You can do ground and pound, but only for five seconds. Uh, you can do throws. You can't clinch. You can't do knees, and you can't do elbows. So the whole idea is that everybody stays long. So it's all. It's just as striking, as much striking as possible, really, and to stay active. The thing is, because of that. It's a lot of everybody looking for the one-punch knockout, so it's not combos. There's no real combos. Maybe Did anybody get knocked out? Oh, there was some good fucking knockouts. Like, bad. Now, here's the thing. I love the show, but I think it's as risky as you can get because, again, mind you, we were on the 102nd floor. So imagine fighting at sea level is tough enough as it is, but now you're jacking up the elevation. And you might think, oh, it's in a building. Like, it's not that much. No, 102 stories is pretty fucking high up there. It's 1776, which I totally got that way after the fact, by the way. I got that <laughs> way after the fucking fact. Like, as after the show, I'm taking the elevator down. I see, like, height 1776. I'm like, motherfucker. All right. I don't know if it's, isn't it, isn't it the total with the point up that's up top, 1776? Uh, I don't know if it's think so. to the 102nd floor, it's 1776. No, but even then, it's still, what, 1,500 feet? Probably. Maybe 1,400? I don't, anyway, don't know how big the point is. They're What's fighting at elevation. Yeah. So they're, like, you could tell, because they're all in great shape. All the fighters are in great shape, but then all of a sudden you can tell, like, oh, fuck, they're fucking winded. Like, it really does affect them. And now the floor did have a little bit of padding, but they were fighting on vinyl and not canvas. So Ooh, it was slippery. So slickery. And then when you saw the takedowns, if you see the photos, you can't tell. You can watch it. I think it's up on UFC Fight Pass now. It's streamed on Fight Pass. Um, but now I think they put one or two of the fights up there. When they slammed, they fucking hit hard. These guys hit hard. And there was a couple of just standing knockouts where the guys got fucking rocked. Well, how did they pull the dead bo- or the knocked out bodies out of that fucking? Pit? So that's the tough part. So the t- so if you don't know, if you guys haven't seen it, if you look it up, I mean it's it's as blood sport as you could get. It's a pit. So they have obviously the sides are elevated and it goes down. And it's basically a pit, and then 
it's a, between yeah. rounds to get in and out you have to climb the wall so you might have just gotten fucking rocked you have to climb up and one of the guys that was in in the corner that i was standing at he got fucking rocked and he's like stumbling back and like trying to get up the wall um one of the guys did get knocked out and he was trying to come up and like i'm holding my camera in one hand and like trying to help pull him up with the other hand so it's it's a not a easy way to get in and out of the ring i'm always afraid of just because they run in or they'll jump in i'm like oh someone's gonna like twist an ankle just coming in you see like the ref- what what like is it something that where they can like basically cut out a section to make a walkway and then put it back no. in no you couldn't do that you couldn't do that because you can use the wall in the fight so it's not but the walls at an angle it'd be hard to use in a fight no the people used it some guys were like running on the side trying to do some yeah but you could move. you could lock it in like if you could like use velcro like like our our crash mats when they're velcro would it, together they're the they one, don't fucking move the one thing that i you know it's it's easy to say like oh the you know that's not gonna sell with mma blah 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 the one thing that i really really love about the karate combat stuff is it's about a show. It's about the mood. It's a story. So they make it very moody. They make it very scenic. So it's like you are watching a movie. And like when you come in, if I just told you, Sean, meet me here seven o'clock, and I'll like just trust me. It's just like show it's up. like the movie Lionheart. Right. You just fucking show up. By and the then, way, that movie had an incredible bad guy in it. Lionheart. Who's the bad guy? In His name was Attila. He had yeah. like big fucking mutton chops and a big like long hair and he was just it wasn't jacked like show enough yeah not really but he was he was like like middle eastern right and uh he was he was uh he was he had a cool look to him and he was one of the unbeatable fighters and of course jean-claude van damme yeah took him out right because but that's van damme but. but that's the vibe like you walk in and it's Holy shit, I'm at a fight on top of the World Trade Center overlooking New York. It's about as close to a movie as you're going to get for a real fight. So the yeah. mood and everything was really cool. Well, do, you re- do you remember Lionheart? No. Lionheart. Um, was that like one of the later ones? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was pretty, pretty like, like before he got big, big, mm-hmm. but right after, it was like right after Kickboxer. Um, what it was is like they took people and they did fights, right? And like it started off with like homeless homeless guys doing it for money, and then there's apparently there's this underground high end fight club. Like what it was is all the rich people paid to watch like people go at it in different loca- locations. Right, right. So this is a lot like it sounds. No, a hundred percent. It's it's an awesome setup. Like it's really cool. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. He's, you know what it is. That look is very much a Japanese anime bad guy look. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's timeless. Yeah. That guy could be a bad guy today. So, no, the setup is really cool. It's awesome. But what I was gonna say is that you can't. It it would take away from from the vibe. It would take away from like the cinematic like style of them having to like come in. Like run in and run out. To yeah, like but it would be more graceful than them sliding down. A no, they still. Pit. You, you look pretty badass, like running in and like getting ready to fight. It's like some Mortal Kombat type shit, and it was it was a lot of fun, man. But it was the one thing that people don't realize for because of what I do and like obviously being on the road with bands and stuff like that. There's a whole backstage 
thing that happens that you never really realize. So for me, it was, okay, I have to be at the trade center at a certain time. I have no fucking clue where I need to go. It's not like it's, oh, there's going to be someone at the front door. So... I, they tell me all these like secret passageways they give you, that I have they to give go you a to. Password. Pretty much, it's literally it was that. It's like I got a text that was like an essay saying, "You will walk into the west entrance, make a right on the escalator that goes down the stairs, continue walking straight to the front door, hang a left, pass this store and this store, and then you will see a door with this logo on it. Go in there." It was a maze. It was like a secretive thing, and then you end up in the in the back end of the World Trade Center and I have to go through all this other security. They make me like scan my case, my camera, all this other stuff. And then they put me in a service elevator. Going up 102 stories in a service elevator is not fucking fun. I'm just wait, telling wait, you that right what, now. Would it matter what kind of elevator? What's the yeah, between the no, service because, elevator? Well, the service elevator doesn't go as fast as the regular elevator. So it was just fucking well, know your know, know your role. Right, Eon. but... The regular elevator is the touristy one with all the screens. That got me all fucked up. I was telling you, it's got screens like an inch away from your fucking face. And it's a great setup. It's a great like show. Imagine that you if you could hack tourists. that and put porn on. Oh, I'm oh. sure you could. I'm sure you fucking could. Can you imagine in the middle of that? So all of a sudden, there's just like some Jenna Jameson thing pops up. Oh, that'd be great. And you're surrounded by... But what's that? What's the attendant gonna do? Like he can't stop the elevator. Yeah, he's gonna be ah. Nah, nah. But on the on the upside, that elevator is super fucking fast. I went 102 stories in maybe 20 seconds, 25 seconds. It's nutty. I mean, I wish I could have like invited some people in to come see it, but it was a packed house, shoulder to shoulder, and I had a fucking blast. So thank you very much to everyone at Karate Combat that invited me out there and. Uh, to go take photos. Did anybody go, I saw... No. No? No, there was a lot of, like, key screams. There was some key eyes? Yeah, a couple. Like, here and there. Nothing crazy. It wasn't, like, the the uh, stereotypical karate stuff. These guys are legit. These guys are legit fighters. I I assume so. Um, It's funny. Whenever I hear yelling at any sporting event, all I can think of... Do you remember Monica Seles? Yeah. Remember how bad she used to scream every time she hit the ball? The sex scream, like, meh. No, it was loud. It was ah. Yeah, and that's I, like the reason why they like they banned it. Did they, they ban it? Well, they didn't ban it, ban it. But yeah, they uh, they went for like a full on like stoppage of uh, of trying like getting people to stop screaming like that because it was getting like obscene in yeah, tennis. It was it was it's ridiculous. But you don't I, need well in karate. I can understand or fight, even fighting. I can understand because when you yell out. It tightens everything up. Yeah. So. But you know what's funny is like I always think of the one scene from uh, Team America when they're like fighting at the very beginning. He's like, "Ki!" I always think that. So anytime someone starts yelling, I just think that. I now, just yell that. Whenever I hear Team America, all I can think of Matt Damon. <laughs> That's such a good movie. But anyway, yeah, the the event was crazy. But there's one thing I was gonna tell you. I completely lost respect. For Uber in New York. Oh, I no, I hear though, Uber is totally terrible in New York because they're 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 in a war with cabbies. That or too, something like that. But I've kind of, had and I it's had like the super shittiest. expensive. It wasn't that bad. It's a couple of dollars cheaper. Actually, it's a lot cheaper than cabs. It's a lot cheaper than cabs. No, but but a, a 
But you a, get an Uber ride in New York is way more expensive than an Uber ride in Boynton Beach, Florida. Yeah, but that's different. That's just for different reasons. But it's still cheaper. It was cheaper for me to take an Uber to the airport than it was taking a cab to the airport. But no, I had the shittiest fucking experiences. So get this. So did you first, do the pool? No, I listen. First one I did, like, I'm going to go by myself because I didn't have time to go through the whole pool thing. The guy had no clue how to get to the tunnel. I spent 20 minutes doing a loop around the same block because he couldn't figure out where to go. Wait, Not wait, only wait. that. So, wait, wait, wait. So, the guy in New York doesn't know how to get to the World Trade This Center. was in Brooklyn, right. But I was in Brooklyn. But he I doesn't was, know how to get to the World Trade Center. I had Center. no fucking clue, right? So, he had no clue where the tunnel was. So, I did this loop. Mind you. This is the first time I've been in the backseat of a car in like six or seven years. So like you start getting nauseous because you're not used to that. Roll down the window next time. Didn't happen. Didn't help like at all because he also had one of the worst fucking air fresheners of all time. So I get the worst fucking headache. Evergreen? No, it was way worse than that. It was like some cheap like dollar store like air freshener. So I'm already nauseous. What what, what did you give him? Oh, nothing. Fuck him. You didn't give him what? How many stars? Oh, I gave him like two stars. I was like, fuck that guy. I gave him like a dollar tip. It was the fucking worst. Because like what was supposed to be a 15-minute drive took 30, 45 minutes. So I was like, whatever. On the way back, I'm like, I'm going to be cheap. Because it was a little bit expensive. It was like 30 bucks. So I jump into the subway, which I fucking love, New York subway. But the closest station to the hotel after that, I would still have to take a cab ride. But it was going to be like 10 bucks instead of 30 So I get out of the subway, call an Uber. I'm standing on the corner. There's fucking nobody around, right? Uber is like sees me at the corner, flashes the light, get into his car, fucking chit-chatting. Like, and I did pool this time. He's like, whatever, it's cheap. I don't care. It's not that far. This girl that called him up also... Like, literally calls him up and starts flipping out. She's, like, cursing him out on the phone. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, no. She's like, you were supposed to pick me up. Why didn't you pick me up? You're, like, all, like, super far now. He's like, I'll come back. I'm like, whatever. I'm just going with the flow, man. So he goes to pick up this girl. They're arguing outside of the car, like, I'm, like in the trunk. I'm just standing there like a doofus holding my bag. And he pops his head into the car. He's like, hey, can you uh, do me a favor? Can you check the app for me? I'm like, sure. And I look. I'm like, bro, did you just fucking cancel me? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you jumped into the wrong Uber. I'm like, motherfucker, you picked me up. Like, I, I have your photo right here. Like, he, because he didn't want to flip her off or, like, make her, like, freak out and curse him out and get, like, a one star, he cancels my fucking ride. I would have given him a no Oh, you can't. But then can't. you can't. So I was like, this motherfucker. So he literally kicked me out of the car, mind you. We left already. I was like a half a mile, a mile down the street. He went back, picked her up, and fucking dropped me off at the same corner. And I still had to fucking pay. I still had to fucking pay like 10 bucks. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. So I had to call another fucking Uber. This guy had to be like 80. Another fucking stinky air freshener. Drives me to the hotel. I shit you not, I spent 15 minutes driving around this other loop. Because he didn't know where to make the right turn to pull in front of the fucking hotel. Could you see your hotel? I could. I finally I said, said, I dude, just, let me out. Let, let me out. I, I was like, I fucking let me out. I'm about to throw up in your fucking car. I was like, let me out. I'll just fucking walk it. As soon as I walk out, fucking 
nothing, nothing. Just, dude, I was so pissed. I was like, fuck Uber. I'm like, fuck Uber. I'm so over this. Like, if I'm at a club down in Fort Lauderdale or something and driving home, like, yeah. or, yeah. Well, Florida, you know. No. Well, you know what, though? New York's on a fucking grid, too. It's north, south, east, west. Or I don't know if it's mm. north, south, east, west, but. The numbers and street names, yeah, are on a grid, but the city still gets kind of fucking weird because you got to remember, they're just putting buildings wherever the fuck they can. So, like, some corners will be, like, huge. Other ones will be just a little thing. Honestly, though, the coolest part out of the whole thing was in Brooklyn, and I'm pretty sure I found a Bansky painting. Did I say that? Banksy, not Bansky. 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 No, Banksy. Banksy. Same thing. (laughs) No, Um, there's two different people. (laughs) Bansky. That anyway, like, that sounds like an insurance salesman. No, Bansky. It sounds Bansky, like yeah, Bansky car insurance salesman. car salesman. Anyway, I found one of the paintings, but I couldn't find anything online that says like anybody else spotted it yet. So um, it was cool. Did you eat pizza? So why'd you fucking have to ask that? Because so I got back at like I want to say like ten o'clock or something the first night. Nothing's open. I was in the middle of nowhere in Brooklyn. In like an industrial Brooklyn's section. supposed to have the best pizza on the planet. Not where I was. I was in Red Hook. So it's like a little like industrial section. You hear and that, Red Hook. He's saying you guys got shit pizza. Yeah, they do. But the pizza place was super cool. I get the... Uh, that was the only thing that was open. So I ordered a pizza. And it was like... I got the biggest one. Had like three quarters of it that night. And then the rest for breakfast. And it wasn't that good? It was good enough. It's one of those good enough pizzas. Yeah. That fits the, fits the roll. But... Do that. It's like Brooklyn's supposed to have the best pizza on the planet. Brooklyn has some great pizza, but th- what it is is, uh, what's it called? The the one that's under Dumbo. They like have one up in Jupiter now. Something with a G, I forget. I don't know. I've never been to New York City. Dude, you gotta go. It's fun. It's fun. It's there's a lot to do. It's got its ups and downs. Um, but I got fucked over, and I w- I was there when Trump was there, so traffic was a fucking monster. But. Oh, the other thing I meant to tell you, if you're a a um, conspiracy theorist, dude, there's millions of conspiracies that you could look at with 9-11 and all this stuff, like all the stuff that's changed from the, the amount of times that I've been in New York from the first time that I went in uh, 2001, 2002, all the way to now. There's so much stuff that's changed and it's it's creepy to see how what they're planning for. They're planning for like a full on like chemical attack what do you mean like walking dead cut off the city kind of thing why what would what, what, tell me what's so a couple of i want to say like a year or two ago there was like a big stink that they posted up these metal like uh barriers against the wall when you go into the tunnel so there's only like a handful of tunnels that go in and out of the city right so as soon as you go towards the tunnel you'll notice there on both sides there's these metal like tubes i guess like half tubes stuck into the wall where you can't see what's inside of it for like the first 15 20 feet and then there's light posts that come out and they're not regular lights they're spotlights they're floodlight spotlights and they're all aimed directly at the the fucking tunnel at the entrance so it's like okay that's sketchy and they won't tell you what's in there like the mta won't say what's in the actual thing as you get close to the tunnel, they have two walls that are like giant steel walls that you look at and they look very like well artsy made, like they have insignias and all that stuff. But you realize that's a giant steel fucking door and they have it just covered enough. So like subliminally, you can't tell that it's an actual vault door. So if shit goes down. All they have to do is close it and no one's coming in or out. 
of that tunnel. Well, maybe what if it's for if the tunnel floods? That's part of it that they can use. But even then, if a tunnel floods, the water is only going to go up to sea level. Like once it comes up, it'll go up to the sea level. Yeah, so you're going to have water up to that point in sea level, which is a great inconvenience for sure, but a minor inconvenience compared to an entire tunnel flooding. But why do you need doors coming in and out of the city? Why would you have to seal people out? You see what I'm saying? So it's super sketchy. Like you have to look at it. It looks very nice, but it's the same as like the airport in Denver with like all the paintings on the wall. Like oh, I, he- I heard, else. yeah, there's some kind of shit with that stuff. You never dude, seen it? No, I've, ne- dude. I've never been to Denver. Dude, what the fuck are you doing with you? I've been everywhere on the East Coast. Oh I've, wow! I've been to Europe. I've been to California. I've been to Las Vegas. I've been to Texas. But no, no, you go to Colorado just that alone to walk around and you see it is fucking sketchy. Like there's. You can't say that it there isn't a darker meaning to it. Well, how do you know it's just some fucking? It's not just some fucking artist. No, no, no. Said, it's a, the whole theme. It's a whole theme all throughout the. the Maybe airport. it was done by an art. Maybe they hired a fucking crazy artist. Who would want guys with flamethrowers and gas masks burning buildings and mothers holding crying babies in the airport? <laughs> and death. And there's death. There's like an eight foot tall like thing of death. Holding like the, the what should we call it, the scythe. The skies? The scythe. Scythe. So, like, no, that's, I'm not that deep into conspiracies, but you look at that, you're like, okay, some fuckery is going on here for sure. But anyway, it was an awesome event. It was fun to be in New York, and it was funner that it was only a short time because I can only take so much in New York now. Weren't you living in New York at one point? I did. I lived in New York for a couple of months at one point, which was fun at the time. But again, I was living in an apartment probably the size of half the room here that we're in right now. and That's pretty big. With 10 people. That's pretty small. Yeah. There was one room. So this is when I, when I hear people say, oh, I paid my dues and this, that. You haven't fucking done shit. All right. I fucking lived the cliches. Where we had one of the rooms, there were so many people that your bed space was dictated by what time you had to wake up in the morning. So if you had to get up, or if I had to get up before you, then I had the closest spot to the door. So that way when I woke up, I didn't have to walk all over everyone and wake everybody up. What happens if you had to pee in the middle of the night? You gotta get up. And then the worst part is, we actually at one point unscrewed the door so we didn't have to like force the door open and close or whatever when someone had to go out in the middle of the night. I was the designated rat catcher. So every night I would set up rat traps so it wouldn't end up crawling all over everybody. I had a pigeon die in the wall behind me like twice. Yeah, dude, I live the cliches. Like it's it's not as glamorous as it might seem, but I, I had it's a fucking cliches blast. Cliches a famous place. No, cliche is um, the stories that you see on Spinal Tap. Those are all true. Most people haven't watched this as Spinal Tap. You watch this. Yeah, yeah. 99% of that stuff is true. It happens. It happens all the fucking time. So it's... Drummers explode? Yes, they do. <laughs> they, they actually do. There actually has been one that, that like spontaneously combusted or at least caught fire. Well, let's, uh, speaking, since we got on to music, kind of. Yeah. And uh, since music does kind of drive 
there's a, the the tie between music and jujitsu is I think is pretty uh, pretty heavy. I mean, think very rarely do you walk into a dojo where they don't roll to music. Have you ever have you ever been yeah. have you ever been to one where they didn't haven't yeah. rolled? Yeah, yeah. There's like those are more the old school guys. They want you to just focus. Fuck that. That's yeah. boring. I need some music. I need to hum. Um, Clutch's new album came out. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, a little over three weeks ago. How is it? It's incredible. But is it incredible because you're a Clutch fan, or is it incredible that it would catch people that? Uh, well, are they, not? they've added a new part. They've added horns. Oh, so they went ska? No, they didn't go ska. Mighty Mighty Bostones? No, nothing like that. But there's so they got a they have a few songs that have horn sections in them, but it's like like multiple horns, not like one horn or they two horns. Orchestrated it, right? It's orchestrated it a little bit, right? And uh, it was an it's an incredible album. Is it as good as Psychic Warfare or Earth Rocker? Earth Rocker is a good fucking. Earth album. Rocker is a great fucking. Album. I wish you could have been there for that show in Orlando because yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, I got some good photos. I still got. I saw them, as, but I did see the Earth Rocker down here. Yeah. At uh, at the what is it now? Fucking Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was I actually was thinking about this the other day, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Because you and I like have rolled so many times, and every time there's music playing, we always like joke around and like start singing or whatever. Like, and I think it's really only us that do that that often. Where if it's like a good song, you start like singing the lyrics while you're rolling. What would be the best song to sing while you're competing to throw off your opponent? Like what song would you like? Would you ever do that? I would never do that. But let's say it wasn't a serious tournament. It was it like wasn't a, a serious yeah. tournament. I might maybe my pony. That'd be a good one. That'd be awkward. That'd be awkward. But would you do the bam, 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 just to like? Um, that would be a good one. I would do the whisper song. Careless whispers. No, the whisper from. Uh, the Yin Yang Twins. He's like, "Hey, little mama, let me whisper in you." I don't like, you know, know that song. Oh man, that'd be like funny. He's like, uh, "What's he say?" He's like, "Or oh, George Michael, father figure." Yeah, that'd be creepy oh. as fuck. That'd be so creepy. <laughs> what about like? I would do like Prince, like when Doves Cry. Yeah. I give you credit. What if you had to do like one of those like ten minute like tournament rolls and you just sing like all of Purple Rain? And then, like, you start, like, humming, like, the guitar solo, too. Like, yeah, you kind of have to give someone credit for that. Well, That's good cardio. It's good cardio, but it's... But here's the thing. I have a, I have a theory when it comes to music. Uh, if you're humming or singing music while you're rolling, you're not thinking about what you're doing. And if you're not thinking about what you're doing, that means you're flowing. You're more subconscious. Well, there's, yeah. there's another way to look at that. So, studies have shown that if... For, like, singers, right? So, the problem with singing is that it's fairly intangible so when you're trying to sing it's hard or learning anyway it's hard to really learn where to put your vocal cords to make certain notes so they created what's called soulfish and soulfish is a hand signal for every note so like when you hear people say do re mi fa so like that's old school scale you put a hand signal to all that so it's almost like you're doing whatever sign language so be adding that physical aspect to it helps you learn where you need to be 
vocally. So I think for training wise, it's probably the same thing. Like you said, if you're used to having that song while you're rolling and then you're having it going in your head, you probably are going to to uh, perform a little bit better because like you said, you're not thinking about the motion, you're just flowing. You're just flowing, you're letting your, because here's the thing, I, I, I tell this speech to all my classes, I'm like, look, what makes me better at jujitsu, <laughs> better at jujitsu than you at the moment has nothing to do with what I know. Even though I know a lot, I understand I know a lot, I'm a black belt, I know a lot. But it's not what I know. It's what I don't think about that makes me better. I don't have to think about what to do next. Yeah. I don't have to think that far ahead because my body knows where it's going. My body knows where, like, my body knows where this role is headed and I'm going to get there. And, and so I just, if I could be on automatic pilot, that's, that's like. Uh, that's the best way to go anytime, for yeah. sure. So, so. That's why when I know when I'm singing and I'm feeling the music I'm not, and I'm not thinking about what I'm doing, I'm just rolling, that's when I have my best rolls because I'm not thinking. You know what's funny? One of the best lines I ever heard, remember Dieter? Dieter, From Jocko? Yeah. So Dieter was telling me a story one time where he was trying to teach a class. I, I want to say it was a jiu-jitsu class. And um, he got some like newer guy come in. And he was asking him all these questions or saying this is wrong. Like, oh, well, do you know how to do this and do that? Like really kind of being like condescending to Dieter. And he got so fed up with it. And he said, listen, man, I've forgotten more about jujitsu than you know. So I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about. Just fucking shut up and do it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a hilarious line. Like it, it really is true. Like there's certain things like when people come up to you like that, it's like I've forgotten more than you fucking know right now. So shut the fuck up yep. and just do it. But there's uh I'm kind of pissed too. I missed a good concert because of uh, missing the podcast. It was two weeks ago. I missed the uh, Scorpions concert. Yeah, I, I really don't have a desire to see 70-year-old Germans I not do. run around on stage. I definitely <laughs> want to see it. They were like one of my like early influences in playing guitar. But speaking of jiu-jitsu, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Gilbert and Herbert Burns. Gilbert won the Gracie Pro match against Sergio Marias. Yep, yep. Uh, he had that. a really good takedown at the very end. That was a, definitely a tough match, which, I, funnily enough, I texted him today. And uh, I was like, um, so how cool is it to be standing on the winner's podium next to Derere? Like, he's like, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Which is like you think about it from growing up, obviously in Brazil, and then oh yeah, like I mean, how cool would it be to stand next to today and say like, yeah, I won today too, and it's just you two, two black belts, like it's crazy. But then Herbert got double gold in the Dallas Open, so shout out to to them two for for kicking ass this weekend. Um, today, that story is it's, it's like it's such one of those tragic, like. But now it's now it's turning into a comeback story, which is, which is kind of rad. But oh, for sure, if if jujitsu was more popular in the like in the mass public, Dedede's story would be primed for a movie. It would be the the Rocky, if or I would say what Rocky Four of jujitsu. Three or four. Three is the one where well, he do like they lost really, it. Do they really have any different plot lines? Of course. <laughs> What's the first one? He was trying to make it. 
Second one, he was trying to prove himself that he won the first fight. Third one was... He lost lost it all. To Clubber Lang, right? He lost the the eye of the tiger. That's what I'm saying. It would be like three. Four was Drago. Five is just a worthless piece of shit. No, dude. Everybody sleeps on five. No. But Tommy the Machine Gun. Like you said, I fell asleep. But if you look at it, that's kind of like the beginning of MMA, right? He did a little bit of like grappling in that. Yeah, one. there was like the street fight at the end of that. Yeah, there he was did a wrestling. Bit of there was a little some wrestling going on in that. Um, that was 1991. Was it that movie came out? Rocky Fuck. Five. Um, so speaking of grappling, the the big news that you and I were kind of talking about, they finally released the brackets and the teams for Quintet. So Quintet Three. These are these are some crazy. Now yeah. I, I I've been reading a little bit on it myself. There are some crazy shits coming out. Yeah. So crazy for, teams. We talked a little bit about it with Carlos, right? When Carlos was here. Mm-hmm. So Quintet is a is a cool idea put together by uh, Sakuraba, and the idea is that you have teams with an allotted weight amount. And you get to pick whoever you want within that a lot of weight. So obviously you kind of have to spread yourself around. Um, they announced the teams. So do you want to hear them? Cause they're Duh. Let's see. I got for Team Sakuraba. There is obviously Sakuraba himself. Who's that? Kazushi Sakuraba. Who's uh, that guy? Sakubaba. Uh, what's that guy from? Did you? Did I show you that? Were you there that night? No. No, so one of the UFC fights, Sakuraba was sitting there like cage side and they pointed the camera to him. I'm sure I still have the video. And the announcer is the, the British dude that does the the shows with Dan Hardy. He had no clue how to say Sakuraba's name. He's like, uh Kazushi Sakubaba Sak he's like trying two or three times to find he's like, Oh, he's a legend, mate. Um Alright, so it's Sakuraba, Josh Barnett, Marco Souza. Roberto Satoshi, Souza, and Daisuke Nakamura. So that's a pretty solid fucking grappling team right there. But that's going to be more leaning towards um, catch wrestling right. more than anything. Then you have Team Alpha Male, which is obviously Uriah Faber. And then they have Dustin Ekbari, Mancher uh, Kira, Kelly Anunson, Antoine Jaoud. I don't know any of those guys other than either. Uh, Uriah. So... I know somebody's over there like, you dummies, you guys don't fucking know who that is. Yeah, I don't. Go fuck yourself. Um, team 10th Planet, you got Gio Martinez, Richie Martinez, which that right there is fucking going to be crazy matches. PJ Bark, Amir Alam, and Adam Saknoff. And I'm pretty sure I've seen Adam compete before. I'm not sure. Then you have Team Polaris, which is Gregor Gracie, uh, Craig Jones, Marcin Held, Dan Strauss, and Shaolin. Oh. So that's a pretty solid uh, Marcin, team. Marcin needs to uh, get some redemption after his last oh. big appearance. Yeah. Um, losing by by wrist lock in the first yeah, 30 seconds but I is think, not fun. Again, I, I don't know if he actually lost, lost. He, uh, lost. he, no, lost. No, no, he no, tapped no. out. He lost. No, but what I'm saying is, and Wagner said this. I heard Wagner say this as well. He doesn't know if he actually tapped him or the guy was trying to play the rules. Like he thought there was some rule. I saw it. someone go tap 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 right. tap tap. So that's a. Tap I'm not saying that, but the, he was he was looking for some kind of a, like a, a penalty or right. something like that. 
Okay, so moving on to the special single match. Did you see this one? Hideo Tokoro, who is 41 years old, against Nicky Ryan. Oh, boy. So that one is going to be old man strength against new school uh, psychosis, psychoticness, whatever you want to call it. And then you got, this is going to be the good one. This is kind of funny to me. Frank Mir. Oh, I did hear about that. Versus Satoshi Ishii. Which I find kind of crazy, considering the fact that Frank is weighing at 120 kilos and Satoshi is at 108. So that's a good like 20, 15 pound like weight discrepancy. Um, I thought Josh Barnett was in this one too. Not against Frank. Pretty sure Josh already beat Frank. Um, well, don't worry, we won't check our facts. So um, I'll check it later. But that's Friday. So if you guys are not sure, go check it out. And then we have Miami Open coming up. Well, the night before Miami Open is the fight, fight to, to win. win. Which I will be at photographing. So if you guys want to come out and uh, snag some photos with me, I'll be photographing uh, Matt's side. And uh, running back and forth backstage taking photos. So I'm actually looking forward to that. My professor, George Santiago, is going to be competing. Um, there's a couple other cool matches. I think Herbert's competing. Marcelo is Marcelo competing? I want to say Marcelo's competing. Um, I have to double check. Let me I, see. I will look at the card. I really, know. once I can get my back fixed, which is getting better right. by the day. I did. Um, I've done. Did you do what I told you to look? No, up? I've been doing. I've been doing yoga like a motherfucker. I've done eleven classes in the last two and a half weeks. Right. Um, it's feeling better. Um, I would I would love to do those fight to wins after after I get healed. I would Who would you to. think they would give you? There's a bunch of ultra heavyweights out there, especially in Florida. Yeah, but who? Um, there's Charlot, who I had that match with at the Worlds. There's um, there's Vitadoria, uh, or Vitadoria. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of different there's a bunch of ultra heavyweights that are out there yeah um, I don't know about the young bucks I'm sure there's some young bucks but like if I just have to do one match I'll go against a young buck yeah so here I got the card um, oh shit that's right I forgot that uh, Wagner is going up against uh, Augusto Tanquinho Mendez and then Jay-Z is actually going to be competing against yeah. Fred Moncayo, which that'll be a pretty that'll good match. That'll be a good match. And then Sam McCoy versus Devin Moultrie, which uh, you know Sam. I know Sam. Yeah, Sam's at ATT. Um, Victor Doria versus Ricardo Ribeiro, which that's going to be pretty cool. Um, Rodrigo is going against Joseph Rivera from Atos. Vitor Schlosser against Walber Barros. I don't think I know Walber. Um, oh, Efren. Efren Ruiz against Rodrigo Antunes. So Efren is a really awesome competitor. He's a black belt. Um, one of the nicest guys you'll ever fucking meet. He's kind of... He's a little older, to put it nicely. He's a little older, but he fucking goes against like these young bloods. Like, you wouldn't believe, man. Like, uh, like I said, he's one of the nicest dudes, and I don't think he gets enough credit because he's a badass... Uh, Black belt for sure. So that's going to be a good Sam match. Sam McCoy is probably the nicest dude I've ever met. In, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Leandro Albuquerque against uh, Roberto Repetto. Um, 
Oh, uh, Baby Monster is going up against Marcos Maciel de Oliveira. Baby Monster is, is doing a. What he's doing is he's basically seemed like he's done with MMA. I don't know if he's done. I don't know if he's done, but it seems like he's done. And, um, but he's really making a name for himself in jiu-jitsu. And his judo is, is leading the way. I, I don't know if he's making a name because, I mean, he's been around. Like, he's had no, some I mean, yeah, he's he, just being more active again. Being more active, yeah. in, you know, in this era. Like, I've, I've seen him do a lot of competitions lately. Yeah. We got um, Mateo. Mateo's going up against Adrian Benavidez. Mateo from... Uh, from Jeff, AJ's camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mateo Londona. Um, he's awesome. The dude is jacked now, man. I don't know if when's the last time you've seen him. I, well, he was a kid. I know. I saw him a few weeks ago, and compared to how he was like two years ago, the dude is jacked. Um, Enrico Coco. Don't know the guy, unfortunately. Sorry. Oh, Enrico Coco's a, a high-level competitor. He's against, at Zen, Zen, Zen Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, against Ricky Samilia. Um, Pulga against Ricky Nelson, which that's going to be a good match. Um Kevin Mahecha against Jim Allers, Aylers. Jake Ferrara against Jen Moromarco. Uh, Jake is again with, uh, he's GFT, but he trains with AJ. Um, Herbert against Josh Garcia. Adam Ferrara against Rodrigo Diaz. Uh, who else do we know that's on here? Oh, um. Maggie Grindotti uh, against Brittany Elkin. So Maggie's a, a savage on the match. Rodrigo, too. Rodrigo. You already said it. Oh, you already said yeah, Rodrigo. Come on, you're not even paying attention. Rodrigo's taking on Shane, my my other my other buddy Shane. Yeah. So that that should be interesting. Uh, let's see who else we got. There's a huge card. There's going to be a lot of people out there. Yeah, it's almost like it make it would almost pay to go out and like go down there on Friday and stay down there. It is on Friday. No, I know. Oh, for, for the for, for the for Miami to Open. go to the Miami Open the next. That's time. what I'm gonna do. Oh, Kevin Granados is competing against Augusto Arneson. Kevin is a uh, pretty good. He's from uh, Christian Carvalho. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of the the grappling stuff for XFN. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a good card, man. I definitely suggest that if you are here to go and watch it, and if you can catch it on Flow Grappling, catch it, and then. Screenshot every time you see my sexy face. Um, you taking pictures? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I mean, I'm pretty sure I said it like 10 times already. I'll be there, and then I'm going to stay but there. are you working for yeah. them? No, not for them. Okay. that's. I'm going to go there to take photos for me. And actually, no, I take that back. I'm going to take photos for All Day BJJ. So if you guys um, don't follow All Day BJJ, it's 24-7 BJJ on Instagram. But alldaybjj.com is a jiu-jitsu blog, um, and they fit, uh, featured some of my work before. They put my photos from the Shoyuro World Clan camp that they did a couple of years ago, um, the last fight to win, um, and some other stuff. So... Thanks a lot to All Day BJJ. Um, and then the next day, I'll be at the Miami Open. So I'll be working that all day. Are you so, taking pictures for anybody? Anybody hire you? Uh, yeah, I got like one or two people that, that uh, hired me out to do it. And so I still got one or two slots open if anybody wants me to get their photos. Um, the sooner you get it, the cheaper it is. Otherwise, I'm charging. Last minute is a bitch. To like try and fit people in and making sure that they got the matches and stuff set up. 
So first one to get priority every time. So it's going to be a long weekend of jujitsu and editing photos. I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, you going to go down there? Uh, I don't know about fight to win. Obviously, it, it's we'll see. Tickets are kind of expensive for my. For it's me. worth it though. It's yeah, no, I, I understand that. It's just looking at where the, looking at the seating charts and all that stuff. I don't know if it's like you know where I'd want to sit is you know it's pretty expensive. Not that I'm don't want to pay that, but it's like why don't you join in on the table for for George's? Because we're all getting the table for that. Well, they are anyway. They are. I don't know. Jump in on the table. Make uh, it that's cheaper. Kinda, that's kind of... I don't want to say dick. Why? I don't want to jump in on, on the XL party. Why? You're friends everybody, with everybody. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, it's like... Yeah, there might be... I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. They're, you're friends with everybody. Are you really going to pull... Oh, they're a rival school. I don't have a rival school. All right. So then what's your fucking I issue? I have no rival school. No, What's your I major nothing, malfunction? No, it has nothing to do with that. I just don't want to... You, you don't jump in on somebody. Hey, can I jump in on your party? Why not? You say, hey, I heard you guys are getting a table. Can I grab a spot? That's just not my style, dude. Well, we all know your lack of style. I mean, why not? <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see... Uh, did you watch Predator yet? Oh, the new one? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. It, it, is, it is a fanboy, like, just quote fest. Is what was that it is. good? It was good for what it was. It was good for an action movie. I think as someone who wanted to get into the film industry and actually looking at the structure, it was utter dog shit. Well, it was written by the same guy that wrote the first one. Right. So, without giving it any spoilers, I love the fact that they used the original music or like they reorchestrated. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's like, and they play it perfect. They set it up. A lot of the shots, they were very similar to the original. Um, and then they, of course, they threw in like a couple of like the, the quotes, the memorable quotes here and there. Um, I think that there's, in their attempt at fitting in under a certain mark, time-wise, they kind of chat on a lot of the storyline and a lot of the... How much longer do you think they would have needed to make it a, the story it needed to be? If they probably would have added another 30 minutes, it would have flowed a lot better and it wouldn't have needed the jump cuts. I I kind of feel like they were struggling so hard to fill in those typecast type of roles. Like, okay, we need the demolition expert and then we need the, the crazy guy that likes to go and shoot around. Like, they tried so hard that they kind of fucked over the story the flow of the story they had to figure out okay how can we get all these guys together in one spot without making it look like they were already a team beforehand so it's kind of oh they weren't a team no spoiler alert they weren't a solid they weren't a one team to begin with um that's kind of stupid yeah that's what I'm saying when you they should have been a team first but I give you the best line out of the whole fucking movie and it came from uh What's the guy from uh, Key and Peele, the bald one? Is that Key or Peele? I forget. Uh, that's Peele, right? That's Key. Key? Mike, no, no, no. Michael Keegan. Yeah, it's Michael. Yeah. Right. Okay. Jordan, Jordan Peele is, is the other the guy. The other guy, right. So he had the best line in the whole fucking movie. So he's trying to piss off one of the other guys. And he says, I forget what his name is. Like, let's say it's like Smith. He's like, hey, what's the difference 
between, uh, damn, fuck, and I totally forgot it. <laughs> I just had a brain fart. Fuck, he had such a good line. Um, Were they on the bus? Oh, he says, what's the difference between uh, a joke and 10 black guys? And they're like, what? He's like, Smith's mom can't take a joke. (laughs) 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 It was so fucking good. I was like, I'm the only one that caught that in like the movie theater. I was like dying by myself. It was so good. But like I said, it had its ups and downs. There's like gaps in the storyline. But for an action movie... Short of being a Michael Bay movie, it was pretty good. Um, it didn't play out the way that I, the end, the way that I thought it should have played out. But once you see it, I'll tell you why. Okay. I think, I think once you get to the end, I think you'll think exactly what I thought was about to happen, but didn't fucking happen. So go watch the movie because it's pretty, it's pretty good for an action flick. Yeah. And Venom comes out tonight. Is it tonight? Yeah. There's, you know, here's the thing with that Venom movie. One, I love Tom Hardy. Like, physically. Love him. No, I've never physically loved him. But um, I love his work. Right. Two, I love the character of Venom. Three, the CGI, some of the CGI I've seen sucks. Which one? Like, when he's, when opens up half his face. Half, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. It looked like fucking CGI it looked like it looked like fucking at least 20 years old CGI if not 15 10 15 but you gotta remember the the ones that they use for the trailer aren't the finished product ever do you remember do you remember in the last um Spider-Man which um, one the one with the kid not the Tom Tom, not Toby Maguire. Not Toby Maguire. Then I didn't watch it. The Andrew Garfield one. Didn't watch it. They did a um they put uh who's the guy in the movie Sideways about wine? I have no fucking clue. Um he was also in Private Parts, he played Pig Vomit. I have fucking no clue, dude. I remember Private Parts, but I don't remember who um, you're fucking talking about. Um he's a guy. You know he's 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 a well-known actor. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he became the rhino. The rhino. The rhino. Oh, right. And there was a scene at the end where he was in this mechanized rhino suit, and it was terrible CGI. The worst. Right. So that's what it reminded me of. And I'm like, this is kind of stupid, poopy. Yeah. It's kind of poopy. Well, a lot of people are ripping on it because of, like, they're saying it was, like, a shitty storyline. And because it's Venom, it should have been more violent. Like, it should have, it shouldn't have been a PG-13 movie. Which I agree. I think even Tom Hardy said it. Like, if you're going to do Venom, you have to do Venom right. Yeah, you have to do Venom right. Should, Venom, like, he's not, Venom isn't Carnage. Yeah. So, he doesn't, it doesn't have to be, because Carnage was a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think would play Carnage? Um. Well, he's Irish. Can you imagine if they got Conor McGregor to play Carnage? <laughs> yeah, Car- Conor McGregor, because like Carnage is kind of like built like Conor yeah. too. Um, Do you think he would have the the acting chops to pull it off? I don't know. He's probably he's pretty fucking good with his on the mic. Yeah, he's very comfortable in front of a camera. 
That's all. That's how good would that be if Connor just fucking does this fight, just does maybe one or two, retires, and just fucking plays Carnage. Be interesting. That'd be fun. So let's since we, I love the way our show fucking flows. Let's get on to this fucking Connor Khabib fight coming up this weekend. Um, Which, by the way, a lot of people don't know that it's this weekend. What? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that it's this weekend. What? Yeah. Um, How? Why am? I, why am wait, I saying? I what? wanted to tell you something else, movie based. So that uh, Halloween movie is coming out. Which Halloween movie? The the newest one. What's the last one? Friday, the fucking Jason movie. Jason or or Michael Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. I mean, sorry, that's Halloween. Right. Never watched any single one of them. He's never seen them. I've never seen a single one. Do you know what one was the one I saw first? It was uh, Halloween three, that had nothing to do with, with Michael Myers. <laughs> Halloween three is about these masks that kids wear, and then they watch they watch a TV thing, and the masks like kill them. So it was the mask and the ring put together. Well, it was no. Well, not even, not even like that. It's like it was terrible. It was, it was a terrible idea, and it had nothing to do with Michael Myers. So I can skip it if I go. No, you watch cannot. It. You cannot skip it. Why not? You gotta watch it. Why? Because it's Halloween three. But if it's got nothing, season to of do, the witch. If it's got nothing to do with anything else, because it's worth seeing, so you can go. What the fuck does this have to do with? The Halloween Michael Myers storyline. I st- and I also have never seen the Blair Witch Project. I've never seen I, I Nightmare have a, Before Christmas. Blair, I've never seen a Nightmare Before Christmas either. But I've seen both Blair Witch Projects. And a lot of people shit on the second Blair Witch Project. Because yeah. the second Blair Witch product, Project was, um, wasn't like... Because the first one was that first person yeah, yeah, yeah you know everybody when it first came out everybody was freaking the fuck out people thought it was real people thought it was real people were fucking dumb um it was the beginning of the internet yeah. though too so it was like it's easy like that was the first viral marketing campaign ever for a movie yeah well for anything it was the first viral marketing i don't know if i believe that on on the internet yeah i don't think so i'm it was but the second one a lot of people the the second one i think is called book of Book of the some book of the Sha- book of shadows or something like that. Right. And what wh- here's what's freaky about the second one. The second one, if people have seen it, what it is is what freak what what fucks with your brain at the end of it is what these people were seeing happening wasn't what really was happening, or it was what because. There's video footage of what was really happening right. and what they Based saw on. is really So they happening. were hallucinating. Right, because of the witch. Yeah. But it fucks with your brain because you're like, oh, imagine if there's shit that goes on like where we think this is what's going on, but that's not what's fucking going on. There was a movie like that. I never got to watch it. That it was um, these guys, like kids all go into like a... Uh, like the woods or whatever and they go looking for like mushrooms and they take like shrooms or whatever to trip out and next thing you know they're all like going crazy and they're like killing each other and stuff like that but they're just tripping out so I never watched it but I remember the same premise did you ever did I ever make you watch Troll Hunter? I've seen Troll Hunter that's such a good fucking movie if you guys want a good fucking movie to watch this Halloween watch Troll Hunter I don't think it's on Netflix anymore I don't even know why they call it Troll Hunter because they're really not Hunting troll. troll. Yeah, they are. The guy is. That's the whole thing. The guy is a troll hunter. Yeah, but 
that giant one at the end. Don't fucking spoil it, dum dum. Spoiler. Don't don't no, no leave I'm that spoiler. In I'm just checking the time. Yeah, no, that movie's so fucking good. That movie is so fucking good. Like the CGI on that one's pretty good. Yeah, because it looks like it looks real. They blended it in with the background because it was snowing yeah. and stuff like that. So, but not was, even the one at the end. I'm saying like the ones at the beginning when they're like in the woods and stuff. They do such a good. But job. But that was it. done kind of in that same. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it remind me, it's got the Blair Witch style to yeah. it with the addition of other stuff. So if you guys want to watch a good movie, like what is it, Swedish movie or Norwegian or something? Norwegian, because like that. that's like where the the story yeah. or the legend or whatever it is. It's one of those Scandinavian countries. It's actually pretty fucking good. I fucking love it. And because the, there's some parts where you really do get like into the movie, like oh fuck. But it's worth the watch. What were you gonna say now? You were gonna bring up something? Connor. Oh, the Connor Khabib fight. Right. So let me bring up the card. So the Connor, the Connor Khabib fight that's coming up this weekend. Let's get into this shit because it's fucking it's fun. So, but here's what I wanted to talk about. Right. Obviously, everybody says Ali is the greatest talker of all time. I would venture out to say that Connor is at that same level. I would, yeah, for sure. I would as agree Ali, with that. if not if not a little bit better. Because he's able to do it without shtick, which makes makes it more interesting. His shtick only comes in at the end when he's trying to sell the card. His shtick only comes in when he throws in like the which you can tell he learned that from from boxing. Where he'll sit there talk all kinds of shit, and you'll see it live on October sixth only on pay per view. Get right. yourself some proper twelve for the like. He does that at the very end, but everything else is is all legit. Him. I watched a blind taste test on Flow Grappling about over uh, three whiskeys. Yeah, it was Jameson, uh, proper twelve, and some other one that I don't know because I don't know drink whiskey. Right. The blind taste test, they all loved Connor's shit over the other two. Really? Yep. Well, even uh, our homies over at Six Round uh, Podcast, they did a blind taste test, evidently. I didn't get to hear the podcast or watch any kind of video on it yet, but supposedly they said it's pretty good, too. I actually tried to look for a bottle this weekend. I couldn't find one. Yeah. Like, I might have to try and find one. I did fuck up the one by, I was trying to buy a sake and ended up buying, like, plum wine. Yeah, 14% alcohol. Was it good? Japanese blood. It wasn't bad. It was more like a dessert wine, so it's like sweet. Right. But it'll fuck you up. And like they have it like a nice little like sports bottle. It looks like one of those like uh, those silver water bottles, whatever they're called. And yeah, it'll fuck you up. Um, Here real quick. I'll tell you the card. Uh, Ryan LaFlair against Tony Martin. Ryan LaFlair is a rad dude. Nice, Nice guy. Gray Maynard against Nick Lentz. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Nick. Uh, uh, Nick. Fuck Del- Nick Lentz. Why? 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 Because he said I look like a Cenobite. Oh, ha! <laughs> I gotta find that. I I gotta have that conversation still. Yeah, Nick is the man. Um, make uh, make sure you guys follow Nick Lentz on Instagram because he's getting even better with his memes, and he's actually got something planned for everybody. He actually he's he's with Hard Knocks now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's training with Henry. He's a super nice guy, man. Lena Landsberg against Yana Kunitskaya. Is that the lady? That's not the one that, that had the 
The Hitler-loving boyfriend, husband. No, she's American. Yeah. Scott Holtzman against Alan Patrick. Aspen Ladd against Tanya Evinger, which, whatever. You can pass that one. Um, Aspen, where the beer flows like wine. The salmon flock like the... Or they flock like... The women flock like the salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> Vicente, uh, Vicente Luque against Jalen Turner. That's going to be a good fight. Um, Gilbert's actually going over there right now to corner him. Sergio Perez against Jusier Formiga. Jusier Formiga. Oh, Vicente. Vicente. Yeah, yeah, Vicente. Oh, I, I, I didn't... It's Vicente, that's why. Vicente. Michelle Watterson. So hot. Want to touch the Ivy. Felice Herrig. Um, oh, I like Felice too. She, she Felice can be the sexiest shit on her Instagram. It depends. It depends. Other times it's just kind of like, yeah. She can get it. Meh. She can get it. I'll go ahead and pass. Try not to be disrespectful. I don't mean. Here. I don't mean with. I don't. I don't mean my penis. I mean she can get the win. Stupid. That's <laughs> such a bad cover up. Derek Lewis against Alexander Volkov. That's going to be a pretty be. fun fight. I'm hoping that Derek Lewis doesn't pull another like oh my back well, fucked up. Well, here's the thing. I can understand what the fight was with fucking Naganu and Derek yeah. Lewis. Would you want to get hit by either one of them? Fuckers? No, of course not. And none of, and I can tell you what, neither of those fuckers wanted to get hit by each other either. Look, it can go either either way. Either um, either Nganu suddenly becomes some fucking monster monster, like where he's like, fuck this, I'm going out for the kill every time. Or he just kind of coasts and he disappears into the could have been. Yeah. Um, OSP against Dominic Reyes. And Tony Ferguson against Anthony Pettis. That and should be a really good one. Should be pretty good. That's going to be a, a flashy fight for sure. And then you got Khabib against Connor. So I'm saying, what's the main, what's the sem- what's right before the main event? Tony against Anthony. That's a great fucking yeah. But I'm thinking Khabib against Connor is going to be a a two rounder. Two rounder. Yeah, I think it's going to be a two rounder. Well, when did MJ rock him in that in that fight? The first round. First round. So it'll be a it'll be if it doesn't end within the first two minutes, it'll be the first two minutes of the second round. So you're calling it for Connor. I'm calling it for Connor. Very interesting. I am calling it for Connor. You know he's the underdog in this. I know, and he should be. He hasn't fought in two years. Hasn't fought in two years. We all know his grappling is definitely nowhere near up to par to Khabib's. I don't. We don't know that. I know that. You don't know that. I know that. You do not know that. I for sure. There is no way. Granted, Connor actually does have a much better grappling that than people give him credit for. No, he's he's got high class grappling. Like if you watch, like there's a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, but how many people have had high class grappling against Khabib? Jiu-jitsu or grappling? Grappling. Not many. The only person I Ally can think. Ally Right, but Al um, Al was stuffing the takedowns. He was stuffing the takedowns, but he still got taken pepper- down. He was still peppering the shit out of him. That's what I'm saying. But look at the the level. You're telling me that Connor is the same level grappling. Not in wrestling. I'm not talking. I'm, okay, in jiu jitsu. So, so we got we have to. There's two, there's definitely two different schools here. Grappling is different from jiu jitsu compared to what I saw in the Diaz fight. What did he do wrong? Flattened himself out. Gave his backup super quick. So like, right. So you mean? So you. Even though he was exhausted, he was no, exhausted. Not only was he exhausted, but he was rocked. 
what you do when you're rocked. You can't you can't blame somebody for I can I can't judge somebody's entire grappling ability off of but do you that know how situation. many fucking armchair quarterbacks say oh he's got no jujitsu he got tapped out oh by yeah Nate for Diaz. sure no but you can tell if Nate you, Diaz is an incredible grappler number one number two Nate Diaz fucking rocked the shit out of him that's why Connor went for the shit takedown yeah because and, and he was so exhausted and rocked he couldn't take him down you can tell the quality of Connor's grappling slash jujitsu by one single move that he did he did a awesome windshield wiper like pin I think it was the, against Dennis Seaver it was Seaver yeah I think it was Seaver but just off of that alone you can tell like it happened so quick and like did he but fucking only, do only, that? Only jujitsu guys go saw that. And yeah, understood what he did. Yeah, no. The second I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this dude's legit on the ground. It's not a joke. It's not like as bad as they they try and make it look. He's fucking legit on the ground, man. I mean, granted that I'd say he's got a better jujitsu, way better jujitsu than MJ. Well, I mean, that's not difficult to say. I mean, I love MJ, but yeah, he no, knows no, he but, but what I'm saying it. is. He's got better jujitsu than MJ, and he's and it's that's how I see this fight looking: is Connor or is MJ and Khabib just Connor not jumping for a guillotine? On Connor is never gonna go for a guillotine. He's never gonna go for for anything like crazy like that. I think it's just gonna be sprawls, hips to the face. Uh, maybe some like pummeling to to like reverse stuff, and that's it. Like, but I don't think he's gonna try and do anything remotely close. Go ahead and fuck up my hard drive, please. Oh. I don't think he's gonna do anything like remotely close to. Here you go. I think I found it. To um, to engage in that manner at all. Yeah, it, it, I yeah, and it's it's what it's gonna come down to is if Connor is it is Dennis Seaver. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he does a, a killer like windshield wiper like transition. Is if is if uh, what I think it's all is going to come down to is Connor's cardio. Yeah, because it's going to be Khabib, Connor's we, cardio and Connor's sprawling capability. And we, what what it's going to be is going to be Connor's cardio versus Khabib's chin. I think you can tell. You'll be able to tell how confident he is on his grappling by whether or not he's going to throw a kick whether or not he teeps because if Connor throws a teep then that means he's he's pretty confident on his level of what's going to happen if he doesn't throw a teep because if you throw a teep you're just leaving your leg out there for for Khabib and he's going to gobble that shit up and go straight for the single leg like without a doubt Um, but what if some crazy chance Khabib throws a fucking right hand and knocks out Connor. Anything can happen, dude. Anything can happen. It's a fight. But what if? I don't I, I don't see Connor getting knocked out. Um he's never been knocked out before. He's been rocked for sure. Uh Khabib obviously has never lost, so Yeah. You know, but I But that's not true. He has lost. I don't think no, he's lost he's like He's, he was in the UFC or like in his no, he's like undefeated amateur. as 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 undefeated as a professional and as an amateur and an, as an amateur. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the benefit. Connor has lost, so he he doesn't have that fear kind of like looming over his head. I mean, 
granted, he nobody wants to lose, but he doesn't have that fear of getting the one. You know, losing the, the zero and getting the one. Um, I know it should be a good night of fights. I don't know where I'm going to be to watch it, but it's going to be a good couple of weeks of, of fighting. Um, between this and, oh, you didn't see the, the fights. You never watched Glory Kickboxing, right? I watched. I've seen some glory. Did you see Guto fight the other day? Guto no, I and, no, I didn't. Guto and Robin both lost. Um, not fun to see. So, but I mean, how, how did they lose? Um, trying to remember. I think they both both yeah they both lost by unanimous unanimous decision, and it was like fifty forty five fifty forty five <coughs> like all the way around. I remember um, Guto, who's who's a natural two o five er. Had to fight Derek Lewis in one of Derek Lewis's first fights. Yeah, that was like the well. Derek fought against Matt Mitrione too, so he I think that fought. was afterwards. Yeah, you right, that guy. You need to stop chewing on the ice. You're gonna die, choking on the ice. Um, oh, speaking of which, I wanted to talk to you about this before we go. So remember, we talked about the whole um, finger sleeving. The guy that oh, lost yeah, his yeah, finger. Yeah. Did you see what happened with the amazing sport of golf? With the girl with the, got the ball of the eye? That exploded. Her eyeball exploded? Her eyeball fucking exploded, bro. Shut the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted something like they... they. I don't think anybody wanted to talk about it, but her eye fucking exploded. Well, it said she kidding. had a broken orbital bone. Right. Like, that's what you hear. But if you're getting rocked by a... How fast does a golf ball go? I don't know. It depends. 150? On, depends on where... Faster, right? Well, it depends if it's a shank and it's right here or if it's yeah, yeah, yeah. after a, I think he shanked it. And I have no idea. So it's like the closer you are, the harder it's going to be. Let's see. Of course. Like, but it hit her in the face. Or no. I don't know if she was... It shanked. But she wasn't right next to the to the tee. I think she was further down, and nobody like yelled for. And she got fucking railed by this ball. Oh, she's but, gonna she's gonna make some bank. Well, they're saying that she's already contemplating soon. But my thing is, she should. It's your fucking fault. No one told you like, hey, why don't you come stand over here? Why don't you go pay four hundred, five hundred dollars, maybe more, to go stand and watch someone play golf? And then, like, not pay attention to the person that's fucking hitting the ball. Well, maybe they were. You, I don't care who you are. You're not going to see that golf ball coming at your face. When it comes off the tee, it's hard to see. It's saying the, the maximum velocity is 211 miles an hour. Using a standard of approximately 100 mile an hour club head speed. Uh, greater club head speed, blah, blah, blah. Near 120. So, yeah, it's like 100 to 200 miles an hour. Is what that ball is flying at. So she got hit by that. But either way, you're paying to fucking go there. If you look at the ticket, they tell you, you need to fucking watch out for yourself. Everyone's going to say four. She could have. But you, when that tee goes off, when that ball goes off the tee, have you ever tried to watch? Yeah. It's hard as shit to see where that right. ball is. Right. So going. that's what I'm saying. It's like, wouldn't you sit there and be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't fucking be here? No, because you, you no one expects a pro to fucking shank it. Doesn't matter. Anything can happen. I, again, you don't, I don't expect know. a I don't fucking know. NASCAR to go flying into the fucking stands, but tires go flying into the stands. Yeah, I know. And that's why they have that fucking giant like cage around yeah. it. It still happens. This does. There's no. This might change the way golf is. Is no. Depending if she sues and it. gets. It depends on how much 
she sues she can for. sue but the most that they'll say is like they'll probably start making people fill out disclaimers and stuff like that saying like look they already are not allowed to have their phones when you go to watch a a, a game you're not allowed to have your phone game or get whatever round of golf but can you imagine like what did you do today well i wanted to go catch a round of golf with the boys and took one to the eye my theory is if you go if you're going to watch golf there's something wrong with you that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's boring as fuck, man. And we have friends that go and see these things. And like, dude, you couldn't catch me. Everybody, though, everybody says the Masters is worth seeing. I don't give a fuck. But I've never been to a NASCAR race either. I've been to a, a open tennis tournament. Like, it was, it was the Miami Open. I forget what it was called. The Erickson Open at the time. Awesome. Fucking awesome. Great. Horrible to watch the women play because it was boring as fucking sand. It was watching paint dry on fucking sand. That's how fucking boring it was. Are you saying that women can't play as good as No, I think some women are amazing fucking tennis players. The two that I saw were fucking boring as dirt. Did you hear what John McEnroe said a couple years ago? Was it a couple years ago? No, it was a long time ago. Yeah, well, he said something stupid about Serena Williams. Yeah, he said something stupid. Well, I don't know if it's stupid. He said that she probably couldn't beat like the 500... Right. She couldn't, yeah. She couldn't be like the first hundred men or something stupid. First five hundred men, like, yeah. Like it's dumb. That's it's like, not dumb because you don't know. We don't. I know. I would put money that against the men, like Serena Williams would still be like top ten. I don't think so. I think so. And neither one of us play play tennis. I know. That's got nothing. I would. To do. I would think. I would think a, a professional. Either way. It's boring as shit because it took forever. And then, like, 20 minutes later, after that match finally ended three hours later, it was uh, Roger Federer against some guy. Not even 45 minutes, and it was done. Like, the guy just got run over. Like, that's how good Roger Federer is. It's like, why? Like, if they were good and it was an exciting play, it'd be great. But it was just volley, 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 volley. Like, okay, this is fucking boring. Like, I'm not here for this. I'm here to see, like, a good grudge match. Like, not just people fucking playing backyard tennis you know but i'm not gonna fucking walk around all day i'm not gonna get up to the fucking green at four o'clock in the morning so i have a good seat and leave my fucking chair at the 18th hole so at the end of the day i have a spot really no sport that's not better on tv the only like the only sport that i could say that's better live than on tv is baseball baseball is kind of boring on tv yeah baseball is boring on tv football you see better Hockey, you see better, but hockey's cool. And I like hockey games, but hockey's boring to me either way. Um, it's just soccer on ice. Uh, it no, it's the same. It's the same game. I don't think so. It's the same exact game. You remember when they had the the little streamer chip in the puck, so you could follow it on TV? They still can. Do they still do that? Yeah. I thought they stopped that. No, they, they, it's illuminated. That. Yeah, I fucking love that. After they got rid of it because everyone hated it, I'm like. Fuck hockey. I'm not trying to watch this bullshit. I don't even know where the fucking puck is. I'm not bothered. If you like soccer, you should like hockey. It's the I'm same trying to game. think. Like, what is more exciting in person than on TV? Boxing is good if you have the right seats. Let's you say right if you seats. have the right seats. Golf is boring regardless what you do unless you're fucking playing it. Whether it's live or on TV, it's fucking boring as shit. Playing soccer, it is where it's at. Soccer, I'm sure, is better live because you're in the crowd and there's more energy. Depends on who's playing, but yeah. That's definitely better live. But, I mean, it's fun to watch it on TV because you see all the crazy angles and stuff. So, it really does depend. Baseball is just boring as fucking dirt on 
TV. What else is there? Surfing would be kind of cool to see more in person than it is on TV, but you're not going to see everything. Yeah, you're not going to see everything because depending on how far out they are, like you right. can't, you couldn't go and watch the Tahiti Pro because no. where Chopu breaks is so far offshore. It's like yeah. you got to be in a boat to see that shit. Yeah. Um, Formula One is better on TV. It's fun to watch in person. Yeah, for the thirty seconds that you get, you get no, some it's better. It's better it. than that because I mean, it's it's not even thirty seconds to be honest. It's faster than that. They come fucking. Flying. No, I mean like each lap, you might get thirty seconds of cars. Yeah, but each it, lap, it's it depends on where you are though, because if you have the right corner, there's certain corners. Obviously, they're gonna have more action. So to be at the at the finish line is great, but let's say if you're in Monaco. The best place to be is not even anywhere near there. You could either be on the boats because everyone like lines up their yachts and you can see a majority of it, or to be in there's the there's one corner that's like a hairpin turn or right in front of the tunnel. The dude, tunnel's where it's at. Do you remember the Monaco race when that dude came out of the crowd and whipped the one car in half with yeah, the lightning and Iron Man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's funny because I actually love that scene. It was like, oh, that's my favorite fucking track. And it's like, yeah, it was cool. But that's like, if you've never watched like Formula One or if you were looking to get into it, a race at Monaco is usually like the best place to. You know what's funny is the number one Formula One driver is this black kid who does, who's a Lewis gamer. Hamilton? Yes. Yeah. And he's a gamer. Here's <laughs> the thing though Lewis Hamilton is an amazing fucking driver. But somehow. And you're not into racing, so it's like it doesn't really mean anything to you. But if you watch it, he gets so fucking lucky, so fucking much, that it's insane. It's like, how the fuck does he well, get the brakes every if, time? If, but if, he is legitimately But a that's driver. the question, though. Is it luck if, he, if it happens yeah, yeah, yeah. a no. lot? It's a mixture. And again, there's whole politics and stuff to it. It's a mixture of luck and money. So you have two people per team, right? So if you and I are on the same team, let's say I'm Lewis Hamilton and you're fucking, I forget Aaron the guy's Burr. name. Who? Aaron Burr. No. Um, I forget the other guy that's on, on Mercedes. Anyway, I'm the one that, that wins all these championships, blah, blah, blah. Let's say, all right, and I think it just happened in, uh, in Russia at the Sochi race. You're winning. You're down to the last, like, whatever laps. You're winning. But... If you win, you might get a couple of points. And I granted, let's say you get 20 points, I get 18. The next person gets 15, right? If I lose those two points, that lets the next person up a little bit closer to me. Compared to if I had the 20, he only had 15. So at the end of the, of the year, they all rack up the points of where you're at on first, second, third, whatever. So to avoid having that person get closer to Lewis Hamilton, they made you duck down and let me get first. Same thing that happened in like in Talladega Nights. Like, yeah, you need to hang back so I can get first place. It's the same idea. How pissed would you fucking be? Depends. Depends. You're still getting a paycheck. You're still getting a fucking paycheck. But your a goal is, paycheck. let's say your dream in life was like, I wanted to win the Monaco Grand Prix <clears> or <throat> I wanted to win the fucking... Uh, the Monza Grand Prix. Well, when you make enough money, you go start your own team. No, no, no. You don't understand the kind of money that's in this. You need to like. You need to sit down and watch one. Not race. start your own team, but switch teams. 
that's a whole different thing altogether too. That's that's more difficult than than fucking getting traded into like the Patriots or something like that. You have to like really play like weird politics. You have to be yeah. Super but if you say you're the number two guy, and say the, say the number one and number four guy are on the same team, but you're a team owner and your guys are number eight and number fourteen. Wouldn't no, you? it happens. It happens all the time where they make the trade and stuff. Yeah. I think one guy, I forget who it is, like one guy is leaving like Ferrari to go to like a rival team or vice versa and stuff. So it happens. It happens all the time. And there's really only a handful of guys that are top, top tier Formula One drivers. And then there's other guys that are always want to be in there. Obviously, like the younger you are, the easier it is to, to bide your time. But if you get guys like uh, Fernando Alonso, he's like older. He's fighting for every like scrap that he can get, and he's still good. But you're fighting against the young buds. But the amount of money that's in Formula One, dude, you have no fucking idea. Go watch it. Like, just watch the first twenty minutes of a race, like ten minutes before it starts and ten fifteen minutes after it starts, and then you see when you see them in the pit, they're in like fucking buses. They have these giant buses. That pull up and all of a sudden turn into buildings. I wonder what the pit crew makes. Um, they make a pretty good amount of money because they yeah. have to train. So while you're in the fucking Bahamas soaking it up, they're drilling. And they're working and learning the car and tweaking it. And then you get like maybe one weekend. You're, all, like, you're literally only allowed a weekend to go and drive the car. You tell me what it is that you like about the car, what you don't like about the car. I want this change. I want that change. They have to go and fix it off of one weekend and you driving it for 10 minutes. You say, yeah, well, the right rear is not giving me enough traction. It's a little drifty. You want to take this kind of a turn. And those guys go in there. They're all engineers. They're right, mechanics, right, but, but they're I, all engineers. I'm talking about, like, the tire changer gas yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. No, they're all engineers. They're all super smart what, guys. What, is train, what does trains have to do with this? Huh? Trains. No, they train. No, no, but you say they're engineers. What? I don't understand. All right. You pull a random dad joke in there. No, they're... um, Makes me laugh. No, they're all in there. Like, they're all legit, like, intelligent guys. And, like, they get paid, but there's it's a high-stress job. So, like, let's say they come in on, like, a Wednesday, Thursday. They start setting up. Fridays, you get, like, a warm-up lap, practice laps. They have to go and fix everything. There's something wrong. They stay up all night fixing everything. They maybe get, like, a couple hours of sleep. Then come Saturday... And then you do the qualifying. Something else happened. Now they have to go ahead and tweak stuff even more. And then they have to stay up for the race the next morning. Like, dude, it's they, they go hardcore. And that's why they have, like, a break in between the season because everybody's burnt out. Every other week you got to be in a different part of the world, no sleep, fixing the car constantly. Fuck that. They get paid pretty good. But if you end up being the mechanic for Ferrari or Mercedes – you could fucking go anywhere you want after that. You could go to any company and be, like, the head of the department way after that. Like, it's no joke, man. But yeah. it, look at look at the, the beginning of the races and look at, like, where they keep everything. And it's, it's fucking insane to see that kind of money. But um, I think we should wrap it up. We got a lot of stuff to, uh, to go over for next week, too. So next week we can do the um, – hopefully get Steve the weasel. Steve the weasel. Well, it depends if he's teaching or not. Yeah. Um, trying to get Steve to come back onto the podcast, but evidently he's too cool now for us. He doesn't love us anymore. 
Well, he's done, doing everybody else's podcast. I know, right? What a fucking dick move. How long have we been asking him to come back? And then, and and then, like, and then he, he's like, oh, guys, I fucking love then, you guys. Then what, what does he do? He rubs it in our face by, by tagging us on right? all the other podcasts fucking that he's doing. dick move, bro. It's like, oh, this is the podcast that I was on. Like, oh, my bad, dude. These guys didn't love you for the last, like, two years while you were sitting there taking or a break. Or the last... Ten years, in my yeah. case, if not longer. You and little, then all of a sudden they're like, jerk. "Hey, buddy, we want you on our podcast. Why don't you fucking come on?" It's like, "Oh, sure thing. I can drop everything that I'm doing and get my mullet ass all the way over there." Fucking guy. Now we love you, Steve. Um, are you gonna get tickets for that, or is he hooking us up? I don't think he can hook us up. Um, fucking scumbag. You can get in. You're a fucking photographer. I got in last time. I just walked in. You just walked in. Um, yeah, I'll see. I'll try and get in there, and I definitely want to go watch that fight. It actually got a good couple of fights. Underground was it Underground CFC or whatever it's called? CF. I don't. I, don't, I have no idea. No, they're pretty good. You got a card coming up in December. Yeah, it's a pro card too. XFN. XFN. Yeah, shout out to Daniel K. Actually, I drove by the other day. Make sure you guys pick up your tickets for XFN because that one is going to be a good card. And the end of the year cards usually sell out. Oh yeah, that's right the, before Christmas. Yeah. So these fighters are, are they dieted through fucking uh, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. You know who's notorious who had, got stuck doing that for a while a lot. I think it was Jay Z. Jay Z got stuck like yeah, but he's Brazilian. Through. He doesn't really do yeah. Thanksgiving. Jay Z does food. That's all I know. Jay Z. Jay Z does chocolate. Yeah. And you know and what his, fav- his favorite is? What chocolate covered pretzels? Really? Yep. Oh, I gotta fuck with him now. I'm just gonna leave a random bag of flips every time. Oh, that's. I brought. I bought him after one of his fights. I got him a box of uh, Hoffman's oh. chocolate chocolate pretzels. Oh, we got to do Oktoberfest too. Oh yeah, it's coming. We got to do that drunk oh, Oktoberfest. What is that? It should be coming next up. Weekend. Is it it's next weekend? weekend? Yeah. So we got to do that drunk. Be cool podcast. to be. It'd be cool to do a podcast at. It's impossible. I know it's impossible, but it would be fucking awesome. How fucking awesome would it be to do a podcast? Yeah, I there? think if we can't all go to it, I think we should just. We need to do that drunk podcast. I think uh, I think uh, what's next week? Next week is the twelfth, thirteenth. Yeah, we can't be do that weekend because that's the weekend of the fight stuff. Right, but we could do that Sunday. We could do that Sunday. Yeah, but I don't want to go Monday. Fucking, you're not even. You're not gonna be hungover. You didn't get hungover last year. I don't. Even, I didn't drink last year. Yeah, you did. No, not last year. The year before. All right, I did. All right, so I think we're gonna plan out the Oktoberfest podcast and just get drunk and do it. I think everyone's got to bring, like, a good case of, like, German beer or some kind of good beer. We should fucking, we should set this stuff up here, go to fucking Oktoberfest, get Come fucking back. hammered, take an Uber no, back No, there's here. no way, because there's no way that any of us would be able, I for sure won't be able, well, I'm a professional, I could probably set this up and get this running, but, like, no, there's too much stuff, like, distractions in here, we'd be fucking running all over the place. No, and we're not, it's not like we're getting doing shrooms and getting high, we're fucking drunk. Allegedly. It'd be cool to do, but, um, oh shit, when is that? Is it okay. this week, is it, does it start this weekend Yeah, or yeah, not? the first, the first one is next weekend. Uh, so then we, we I also have the follow week, we, it's, it's two, normally it's two weeks. It's only two weekends. It used to be the whole month, man. That was the shit back in the day. Uh, all right, well, stay tuned for it. We're going to plan out for an Oktoberfest uh, drinking uh, podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I did want to give, actually, a quick shout-out to uh, to Rob for taking the time. Yeah, 19th, 20th, and 21st, we could do it on that weekend, too. No, I can't. Why not? Because that's the weekend where I'll be 
I might be at the seminar up in Cocoa Beach with Marcelo and uh, Herbert Burns. Maybe. I'm not sure yet. I got to double check if I can pull it off. Um, no, I want to give a shout out to to podcast supporter Rob. Um, he took the time the other day to come out and really give uh, give us a compliment on uh, on the podcast. And he's been uh, pretty much a loyal listener, actually, since day one. And he's saying how much uh, he enjoys it. So thank you very much, Rob. Um, thank you to uh, actually uh, this guy here on Instagram. Uh, learn, lift, level up. Um, he actually took the time. I never met this guy. Took the time saying that he stumbled across the YouTube channel and the podcast. And he fucking loved it. Um, so shout out to Learn, Lift, Level Up. Give him a follow on Instagram. Thank you very much for the compliment for actually taking the time to uh, to say what's up and, uh, and like the podcast. In the meantime, don't forget to check out all of our sponsors. Who, who are our sponsors, Sean? They are Chocoloha, Giraffe Choke. Giraffe. Giraffe. And Ajit Soap Co. Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. And uh, be sure to follow Sean on Instagram at GorillaBoyBJJ. Check me out on Sonder Marketing. If you guys want to see some behind-the-scenes photos of the Karate Combat event in New York, uh, it's up on there. And check out the blog, uh, MyCosmicJourney.com. That's where you'll find a bunch of my stuff and more behind-the-scenes and all that other good stuff. So thank you, guys. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. You can't neither. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Get stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Limousine right. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators off. <laughs>